Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to The Hub. I uh, hope everybody's doing well and enjoying the episodes that we've released so far. So today I have a very special guest. I have Jyoti Tatter. Uh, Jyoti's been one of my first uh, supporters, I would say. He offers me advice and just helps me out a lot. And um, many of you guys might know him from Brown Boys. He does their music videos, creates a lot of other content. Uh, he's an award-winning uh, winner. <laughs> he won an award at LA Film Festival, so we'll get into details about yeah. that. But I don't want to give too much of an introduction, so I'm going to have him introduce himself. So Jyoti, go ahead. Uh, my name is Jyoti. I am a creative director. Um, I just want to say thank you to you uh, for having this platform. You know, it's, it's it's something special for like individuals like me, artists, or you know anybody that you really interview. I think it's a good way to, you know, share ideas and thoughts, and it's a good platform, man. So I mean, I've been supporting you for a long, long time now, and now we finally got a chance to yeah conversate. You know, hopefully, you know, I was I was hoping that it was going to be like a person, but yeah. I mean. Obviously, it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I want to thank you for uh, being on. So uh, you described yourself as a creative director. So can you sort of tell us where you got this title from and where you sort of started and what you do? Um, I'd say I started, like, okay, I, I think starting off, you could say it's videography, so, like, solely, just video. Um, as I, I went to film school after, like, you know, after picking up a camera, I actually went to film school after high school. So, you know, it's more of a filmmaker title. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, directing videos and, you know, blossoming your ideas. I think the right title is creative director because I look um, into projects deeper than just the video aspect of it. Like if I'm not behind the camera, then, you know, I'm directing the person that's shooting. Right. So okay. um, also just having like creative input through the whole process. I think that's, you know, what I do best is having that creative input, you know, from start to finish, whether it's an album, whether it's just an art project, whether it's a film, whether it's just like, even just a song, you know, when I'm in a studio where with uh, big boy deep, you know, just having that thought process with it, you know, and even just cover arts, graphic design, all sorts of things, man. Yeah. So can you sort of tell us where your first introduction to this like creative scene was? Like, have you always been creative like as a kid and into art, or was it more of like a you grew up and was like, oh, I actually like like with this stuff? And... Um, no, I've always been I'd say on the creative side of things. Um, even in high school, like I progressed through art, media arts, mm-hmm. um, that kind of classes. Like, you know, I didn't really like math. I didn't like science. You know, I wasn't into that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my passion kind of was more into that kind of like you know with art. Uh, a lot of it was fashion, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fashion person, so, you know, a lot of my inspirations come from, you know, certain designers. But I think the first time I picked up a camera was um, shooting a music video. Um, I was in high school. Like, I, this was before high school, actually. This was, like, middle school area. Yeah. Um, and I started early picking up a camera, but uh, pretty much – uh, for those who don't know, Bird's my Big Bird is my cousin, my first cousin, and you know we used to live very, very close to each other. So it used to be Bird, it used to be Malton, and then it'd be me. So we lived in like a little triangle, and they had a group back in the day called Block Suppliers, and you know Bird had a studio at his house in his basement, and I was always you know was walking distance, so you know I spent a lot of my time with them, and they're shooting a music video in. Um, at a studio and it was for an artist named Jimmy King and 
and there was one scene specifically where they all, all three of them had to, you know, be together in the scene. And I was the only person that could, you know, hold the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and back then we never really had gimbals, you know, they didn't have any like the stuff that we have now with the drones and all that fancy dancey stuff. So mm-hmm. it was more, you know, pick up the camera, put on a tripod or, you know, do something with your hand, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the first shot was on the camera. I, all I had to do was press record. But as I thought about the scene as I was watching it, I was like, guys, let me let me try one, like one shot, you know. Let me just do something. All right, cool. So it was more like a, you know, a handheld shot. But the way the shot came out, they were, you know, they loved it, and that shot ended up being in the music video. And I think at that at that point, I was like grasping the concept of like motion images and and film itself. So you know. I went and I bought a camera. I bought a camera that day, or not that day, sorry. I bought it like a couple of days later. Um, and a lot of it was just like pictures. It took a lot of photography, you know, just landscape pictures and whatever. I took pictures of my dog, flowers, trees, just the basics, you know? Uh-huh. And I think that's, you know, I was going into that, that lane of photography, but I, I kind of like thought to myself, like, that's not what I fell in love with it for. Mm-hmm. so I started doing more video stuff and everybody that like was around me being a rapper or a singer I approached them you know through Facebook or you know in high school you know if you know anybody that's a rapper you just go approach them I have a camera let's shoot a video yeah. and I think that's where my practice like you know went from and um that's that's pretty much how I picked up the camera and after that it was you know I went to film school yeah, so you want to describe a little bit about your film school? Because I think, uh, for me, I think it's sort of surprising that you went to film school. I feel like a lot of the creators that I talk to, they sort of just learned, like, from experience. So, so can you sort of talk about, like, what you learned from film school and sort of, like, the experience you got from it? I think, um, you know, it's all, it's, it's all good just learning through experience and, and through uh, YouTube videos and, and whatnot. Like, you know, it's free knowledge at the end of the day, right? Um, for film school, though, it's, it's, it was totally different. Like, you're not going to be taught certain things through experience with the YouTube video because you're not going to get to that platform that easily, right? Um, the film industry is all, like, you know, it's run by union, right? Mm-hmm. So with film school, man, like, I, I got taught all the aspects, all the elements that kind of bring uh, a production together, like a full production. Um, you know, when you're shooting a music video, like, when I was shooting a music video before film school, I didn't really care about lighting, you know? I was like, it's daytime. Let's use the actual natural light in the shoot. Mm-hmm. But when I got to film school, like, lighting is probably the biggest, most important thing, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, learning, you know, different techniques of lighting, um, script writing, set decoration, right? you know, like, art direction is a huge thing, wardrobe, sound, every element, right, was, mm-hmm. you know, it comes in together. But it has to come together so naturally and not forcefully. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Naturally yeah. and not forcefully. When you force something, it's not going to turn out, you know, the way it should turn out. Yeah. Um, and film school, you know, it really taught me different roles and the perspective of each role, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it, it really got, it dove pretty deep into each uh, element. Yeah. And speaking about your creative director role and like even film school, 
uh, I was doing research and don't find this weird, but <laughs> I saw that you actually had worked on a film that won uh, a few film awards. It's called, uh, hold on, I forgot the name, but um, you probably know the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one was um, one was Regret, and then the other one is called A Blink of an Eye. Yeah, Blink of an Eye, yeah, that's the one I had looked up. So what was your sort of role in that? Because I had no idea. I thought you were just working with music videos and like, <laughs> album covers and stuff. So You, you, you know what it is, is like I never really, um, I'm really bad at like, I don't know, like I don't, I guess I don't give myself enough credit, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's just like, I never really like said anything about it. And like Instagram wasn't that big at that point for me. Uh-huh. And so, you know, Facebook was the only outlet at that point for yeah. me. So, you know, I just shared the article, but I never really like made a big deal about it. Um, yeah, because I mean, that's really awesome. I think it was a Temecula and then one in Toronto, right? Awards. Yeah, 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 man. Um, yeah. So pretty much for our final, um, finals in film, film school, um, we had to, like each of us had to kind of write a script and pitch the idea. And out of all the people that were in your, your class, only two were going to get selected by the school. And so the rest of the students would, you know, take on different roles, part of the production, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we pitched our ideas. It was me and, and one of my friends named Matthew Lupino. Um, oh, shit. Light went out. Um, you still see me, right? Yeah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> all right, cool. Man. I don't know. My light went out, so it's all good. Um, what's it called? So Matt and me, like, that's kind of my closest, like, friend in film school. And so we had this idea of... Um, you know, he had his idea based on, you know, um, like a real life situation that happened in high school. And mine was based on, you know, my past as well. And so we wanted to turn this, these real life um, experiences in, like, and, and put them into film. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem was the school never selected us. Yeah. All right. So the school never selected us. And, you know, we're, just, we're, we're pretty bummed out. But after, you know, not getting selected, not getting funded from any school, you know, we just, I mean, from the school, sorry, we just decided to take it upon ourselves and we're like, let's rent the, rent the studio, let's rent all the equipment that we needed from the school, let's fund it by ourselves, all right, let's get all the actors that we need, let's do everything A to Z by ourselves mm-hmm. and let's just get oh, it wow. done. So we did it. We, we, was we this- shot his... Sorry? sorry, not to interrupt you, but like, was this sort of your first like interaction of trying to set up all this type of stuff with like... I mean, obviously, it's a film school. You had some experience with it, but how was it, like, just finding everything and finding everything yourself? It was a learning experience for sure because, like, I think budget is such a big part of um, mm-hmm. your, pro- your projects, right? Like, yeah. whether it's a music video or anything. So it's really hard, especially at that age. Like, you know, where are you going to get $1,000, you know, $1,000 from, right? So, you know, we started a GoFundMe page um, for the, the film because the film mm-hmm. was based on someone who passed away through like for cancer okay um so we got enough i mean we, we hit the budget i think our budget was fifteen hundred dollars like to to spend on certain things the equipment you know we got from school so there's a lot of it was just wardrobe props and, and and whatnot so um at that point man we just we just we just did it and we finished the film believe it or not we finished the whole film it was like 30 minutes long we finished the whole film shooting um no pre-production shooting editing and like probably two weeks wow two weeks we, we got everything done we literally pulled all nighters he, he was living at a, an apartment in downtown toronto and i i stayed there almost every single night i got it done then we shot my film um 
and that one, same thing. We, we shot it, edited everything in a week. And so both these films, you know, like, like, it was just like, what do we do with it? We made them, what do yeah. we do with it? So we yeah. had a premiere, we had a premiere. Um, we premiered both of our films at, uh, at the school. So we had, a, we had a night downtown on a Saturday night that we invited, you know, friends, family, put a, like a poster, whoever wants to show up, showed up. And then after that, we're like, yo, let's just submit it to festivals. Who cares? Like, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. So we submitted it and um, our films got uh, selected in uh, L.A. Wow. At, at the Temecula Film Festival. Uh-huh. And at first, we're just like, we're celebrating, obviously. You know, we're happy. We're jumping up and down. Yeah. But it's like, okay, cool. That, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, one of our actors, uh, Harrison... Uh, he's a lead actor in it, in both of them, actually. He's just like, let's just go. Let's pack our bags and let's go. Yeah. We thought it was a crazy idea at first because, like, again, like, you know, it's a lot of money at that time. Yeah. We was, like, how are we, how are we just going to pack our bags and go? And, you know, we thought about it. We were just like, yeah, this could be an opportunity for us, right? Mm-hmm. So we packed, a, we, we got tickets, we packed our bags, and we, we went. So we flew out to California, we went to L.A., and we, we won the festival. We won Best Dramatic Short Film. And it was huge, man, because it's like we were the, we came from Toronto. We're just Toronto kids, right? Yeah. We, we made this film with no backing, no support from anybody. And That's been denied by the school. And <laughs> denied by the school, right? And, yeah. and the thing is, here's the funny part. The funny part was that, you know, this, after winning the, the award and winning, like, uh, like, the selections in Toronto, like, we had a bunch of Toronto festivals, too, and we won certain things. Like, the school approached us and was like, can we do an article on you guys? Oh, and so they wow. did an article, and that article is actually on the school website right now. Yeah, I think I don't know if that's the one that you saw. Yeah, I, no, I just looked you. I looked you up, and I saw you on IMBD, like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. review website. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? I was like, you be on here for music videos, and I looked more into it, and I was like, wait, what the heck? He's won. Yeah, I don't know. awards. Yeah, I don't really put the music video stuff yeah. in it, right? Because like, because I know you from music videos. Like I I had my introduction yeah. from you through like Brown Boys and all that type of stuff. Uh, yeah, and I yeah, liked yeah. your work and I was like, yo, I like this guy's work. And that's how I sort of found you. But then when, before we did the interview, I started looking more into it. And I was like, wait, what the heck? It's more than just music videos. Yeah, man. I mean, I got into the music video stuff a lot after because, I mean, a lot more frequently afterwards because mm-hmm. it kind of took off for me, right? It took yeah. off like, musically for the whole team. Yeah. And so that's what kept me busy. But yeah. that is like, you know, how I kind of started up. Yeah. So how was your, um, how was like that change? So you said in high school, you were doing music videos and then like you went to film school. So, so was it like more of like a reality check of how it's actually supposed to be done? Or was it more of like a learning process? Like, was it hard to like, cause I know like once you start doing something, you get into like the routine of having done it a certain way, but sometimes like mm-hmm. learning it from somebody else is just like having to learn a lot of new things. I think it, I, I think it really like, set a tone for how I want my projects in the future to be, right? I think I think going to film school, like, really, like, teaches the fundamentals, about, like, of everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, there's no cutting corners. Like, that, that's, not, that's, that's what the goal is, you know? I mean, that's what the life lesson is right there. Like, don't cut yeah. corners because, you know, you can execute so much and, and go that much further if, you know, you, you completed it the right way. And I think film school really taught me that because there's so many different elements that you have to look upon. But also speaking, like, you know, when you're an independent filmmaker or, like, you know, a music video director, like, you're not going to have, like, a budget of a film most of the time, right? Unless you're working with a big-time artist. 
So I, I think another thing that made me realize was like budgeting is such an important element. Mm-hmm. All your projects are going to be budgeted, right? And some, some, some of your budgets might be zero dollars. Some of your yeah. budgets actually might be zero dollars. And, and that's when, you know, you have to turn a zero dollar video into, you know, a presentable yeah. product. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? When you see it on the screen, you're like, damn, like we spent nothing on this and we still made yeah. it something, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, when you, when you, when you have $1,500 on it and you're like, damn, this doesn't even look $1,500. This looks like we spent $10,000 on it. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. And then also like going sort of off that where like you, like being a filmmaker, you had your say in how you wanted the film and stuff. So like going into like music videos or even like your other art, uh, graphic designs and stuff, you tend to work with other individuals. How do you like often like get both of like your vision and the other artist's vision into one? Like for say for example, like a music video, how, how do you like, how are you able to compromise on the image? Cause I know like for yourself, like you call yourself a, like a creative director. Like, so a lot of the time you want to have your input on how the music video should be correct. And yeah. sometimes the artist wants to be like, Hey, this is how I imagine the music video to be. So like, how do you um, sometimes come to that like agreement? I mean, my pro- I have a certain process of how, how I like to work. And, and, and I think, um, like, I don't really jeopardize that with anybody. You know what okay. I mean? Like, like, it doesn't matter if the artist is, you know, like, a signed artist or unsigned artist. I think it's all, you know, a mutual understanding and respect at the same time. Um, you know, it's like, you know, an artist is going to go into the studio. You're not going to really tell them what to do, right? So it's like, yeah. nobody should really tell, you know, the director, the person what to do. But... Uh-huh sharing ideas and, 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 you know, pitching it out is, it's all good. So yeah. like my process is, you know, if an artist comes to me and, and they want a music video, I like to be in the studio with them. I like to be a part of the audio process too, because I think that can reflect on your, on the visuals and you build more of a relationship with artists, right? Uh-huh. If you don't know them. So I like to be in the studio. If, if, I, if I'm not able to be in the studio and, and the artist is just going to fly out. So what I'll do is I'll get the audio from them. Okay, I'll listen to the audio. I like to lock myself in, you know, to the studio or, you know, I go on drives or anything. Just put me in my zone and I'll just listen to the song over and over and over again. Um, you know, I'll tell, I'll tell the artist my feedback and, you know, that's it. And then after that, I'll ask the artist to give me like a synopsis of, you know, his perspective on the audio because I know you can get it from the lyrics of the song, but they could also be a double meaning. There can also be, you know, what inspired you to write the song. So I like to just give them, like, let the artist give me an overview of, like, you know, anything they really want to say about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll ask them for their ideas all at once. I'll take it. Now I'll bring my ideas, you know, I'll storyboard it. I'll pick out references and then I'll present that to the artist. Yeah. Um, and then on set, it's, majority of the time like on set it's just it's all on me you know getting things organized you know with brown boys it's it's our team so you know everybody really has like a you know hand in in the whole process and i think that's what i love about my team um but you know when i'm working for somebody else like you know a different artist that's outside of the you know team or or whatnot that's my process man like you know i I like to keep to that process because if you're not hands-on with it yeah like it's just gonna fall apart yeah and speaking of brown boys since you mentioned it how has it been to see that rise because i know for for myself like i was just going through their old videos and like even for their old old videos you were also the video videographer back then too so how has like the progress been like and like i'm not no offense to you but like even for those videos it's like 
it's, it's, it's sort of like the, the change that you've had in your editing skills and shooting skills is drastic. And it's, I think it sort of goes hand, hand in hand, like sort of with like uh, Sonny Malton and Big Bird too, like how their music has been like improved. How's that sort of journey been? It's, it's been surreal, bro. Like it's been so crazy. Like the whole, ro- it's been a roller coaster for sure, but it, it's, it's been worth it for sure, you know? Yeah. And I remember when we were in high school, like, like a lot of people, like we never really had that support. You know, mm-hmm. we we started off doing English music, like Bird started doing like songs for French Montana and, mm-hmm. you know, Lil Durk, Wale, like, you know, yeah. this goes on. And even for Malta, Malta was just rapping, you know, like, yeah. you know, for me, I was just, you know, it's, it's all, fa- it's family anyways. So yeah. I think that's why, you know, I've been a part of the whole journey as well from the get-go because we're all family, right? Yeah. So it's been crazy though. Like, like last year we we're on tour, right? For like yeah. almost you know, half a year. And, you know, when we did the transition from hip hop music to Punjabi music, it kind of took off. And, you know, I wouldn't say we're not, we weren't ready for it, but a lot of it was so like fast, like yeah. life just, you know, kept going, kept moving and, and we just had to keep up to it. So, but it's, it's beautiful to see that, you know, every, like, well, there's a lot of people that support it yeah. and obviously you're going to have people that don't support it, yeah. but it's okay. You know, that's, yeah. that's part of the life, you know, that's part of yeah. life and that's part of the journey. Yeah. And going from like sort of like I would say like uh English or like even film, like I feel like the budget is like a little different from like the Punjabi, especially what the Punjabi crowd wants too, like in their music videos and stuff. How is it like how are you able to sort of cater? Because I know like we were talking over a message one time and you were telling like how sometimes towards the Punjabi community is sort of uh, hard to cater different videos to our vision to. So how do you sort of uh, compromise your own vision to cater to the crowd? You know what it is? I think with the with the Punjabi industry and, and the hip hop industry, the, the biggest difference is um hip hop artists in, in the English industry, like people are, are like they're not afraid of taking risks. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the Punjabi side of things, people are afraid to take risks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like everybody just wants the same thing, I yeah. think. And, and and for me, I don't like to give that. I don't like to do the same thing as, you know, the other artist or the other director. Like I don't like to do it. I think yeah. doing different things and, and, and keeping, you know, your own, um, you know, creativity to it is, yeah. is the best thing. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, like you're going to have artists that's just like, no, I want this. I want that. I want this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and at the end of the day, then it's my job to shoot it the way I want to shoot it. And, and yeah. that's the open ended conversation you're going to have with artists. Like if, if a client's coming to you, they're coming to you because they like the way you do your job. Yeah. So they already know what to expect in that sense. But when they're t- when they're showing me, you know, a video and they're like, I want it like this, you know, you got to just be upfront with them and be honest. Like, I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give you something better. But in like, you know, it's in my world. This is my yeah. world. And that's, that world. Yeah. you know, like, and that's why I don't really like to watch other, you know, videos. Like, sure, the inspiration is all around us for sure. Yeah. But I don't like to study another Indian video or Punjabi video and then, and, you know, have that influence my work. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, even for myself, I would say, like, if I watch another podcast and I see how they ask questions and stuff, it's like, oh, I want to, like, even subconsciously, I'll start doing that. 100%. Because you're going to get influenced by it, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think, and, and, like, to jeopardize it is is one thing, but, like, I wouldn't call it jeopardizing. I think, like, you know, you're just standing your ground as an artist. Mm -hmm. And somebody doesn't appreciate that, then. Yeah. Okay. And and speaking of inspiration. You're still going to have to get the job done, but yeah and then uh speaking so, I, I mean hopefully it can change though hopefully it can change like i mean you know we try to 
like brown boys in general, we try to do different things, audio and video, right? Like even audio wise, like Bird tries to do different type of beats, like, and it's not it's not about like like setting trends or anything like that. I think it's people need to show respect to people who kind of started it, right? Like, like I think personally, Bird started that whole trap Punjabi vibe and brought yeah. it to a big scale, and now there's probably like thousand producers do the exact same thing, you know? Yeah. Like even for graphic design aspects of it, like. I was fortunate enough and, and I was lucky to kind of put my creativity with graphic design and um, put it on a big platform like I did with Sidhu, like some of his, you know, for the Legend art cover, like, yeah, it was huge, right? Yeah. Like, I did yeah. it some, in some like super creative way and look at how many people do the exact same thing now, Yeah, you know? Everybody does it the exact same way. Like, and I, and I, and I know in my heart that I set a trend, but when I look, I'm not looking for validation. Nobody's looking yeah. for validation here. We're just going to, we just can't keep moving. You know, we got to yeah. do better, you know, like, mm-hmm. sure. I did a good job on that one, but how can we take that bar now? How can we set it even higher? Higher. Yeah. 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 And I think uh, you were talking about like inspiration a little earlier and like, where do you take it from? So like for you, like where does your idea sort of come from? Like, is there any inspiration or is it just like putting stuff together and seeing if it fits? Um, I like to work um, along feelings how i feel like when i'm listening to a song how do i feel i want to project my feelings onto the screen so when when you're watching it you're moved by it right Mm -hmm. so i like to work based on feeling you know i know a lot of people like to work on you know all right the guy said you know he's driving a car in the song so we have to get a car you know Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about that i think that Mm -hmm. i think that's what why a lot of the videos are the same is because they're going based off of that. Right. Mm-hmm. But definitely I do have some inspiration for sure. Um, Kanye is a big inspiration for me in terms of, you know, his whole creative process um, in terms of like the film industry, kids studio from Toronto, um, Christopher Nolan, you know, he directed all the bat like the Batman series, the trilogy, you know, his script writing and the way he sees, you know, everything is, it's really good, you know, for yeah. your creative juices. Yeah. I mean, uh, so right now, I would say, like, even you said you said yourself, like, for the past, last year, almost half the year, you were on tour. You're yeah. doing those highlight reels. You're doing music videos even now. Uh, yeah. So where can we sort of see, like, do you see yourself stepping back into film eventually? Or where do you see that, like, role? Because I know right now you're, like, I mean, you also have Forever Pure, which is your... uh wedding photography i would say company videography company. yeah yeah so yeah yeah so you're having a little mix is... of everything Sorry? going on i said so you have like a mix of everything yeah, going yeah, on. yeah um so yeah pure is my like creative brand we do we, we focus on a lot of um production side of things like commercials and then we do wedding videography um and then obviously you know i you know do a lot of music videos that's yeah. just part of you know the whole branding pop process of like you know myself and, and brown boys and then you know with the film stuff i think i did take a big break on it because of you know how busy it got with music videos and the whole music industry but yeah man like i have i have a couple of scripts that i'm sitting on and and i'd like to you know finish those and, and shoot them so maybe hopefully after this quarantine like you know yeah. we can get started on them because i mean i opened it up i started like two weeks ago and i read through it and i sent it out to a couple people and you know, they really liked it. So yeah, I think it's something that I can definitely execute. But mm-hmm. I mean, again, 
it's just a matter of doing it, right? It's like, I, like it's, I think I wrote one of the scripts like three years ago and I never got a chance to shoot it. Yeah. And I was like, I was like thinking to myself as I was reading, I'm like, why didn't I shoot this yet? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so how, how is it just jumping around, like jumping from creative to space to creative space? Because like you go from music videos to films to like commercial type of stuff, but then again, like to graphic design, writing scripts, like how, how are you able to just jump up? You know, like for me, like, I feel like I'm over so overwhelmed with just a podcast, but you're sort of yeah. having like a foot in every. I think, I think you just got to get into your element, man. It's just about getting into the element. Like, you know, my creative juices are always flowing hundred percent. If I have an idea, like just like I write it down. And if I don't have time right now to do it, I will eventually do it. You know, yeah. it's all about the idea and then just executing on the idea. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. And then like, I, I think, think, uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a matter of your inspiration too, right? Like whatever's inspiring you at the moment is what you're going to start creating, right? But, yeah, you know, obviously when you have time to yourself and self-reflection, then you can really go into your personal projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what is sort of like a personal project that like you, like is there any personal project that you actually put out like that you feel like is like something of yours? Um, I think, yeah, definitely the short films, like, you know, like that was, that was huge for, for us, like for me yeah. and, and everybody that's a part of that team. Um, I think the music videos too, like they're, they're still mine because I still had a hand in it, but obviously like, you know, it's more the artist because, you know, yeah. it is the song that, you know, we're kind of like listening to. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I think the film yeah. is more like the biggest thing I guess for myself mm-hmm. I have a hand in so many different projects but I, I can't really obviously call it own mine because yeah. they're obviously supporting artists and mm-hmm. you know in different different fields yeah. but how, how does it feel seeing your like I feel like your videos so first of all your film and now even your music videos like on big screens I would say like I would say like especially since Brown Boys uh, sort of blew up it's like your content's everywhere now how does it sort of like a blessing, bro? It's a blessing. Yeah. I mean, I have people like from India like tagging me and stuff like yeah. that, and, like, showing mad love. Like it's it's cool, man. It's it's it's, yeah. it's hum- like you just got to remain humble. Hum- honestly, like no pun intended. Like you just got to be humble about it. Like it's it caught me off guard at first because I never like received that much attention to certain things. Mm-hmm. But as I got it, it's like you know, just don't stop. Just keep going. Yeah, that's it. I, I also think even when I go ahead, Sorry? go ahead. No, I mean, like, yeah, like, when you, obviously, when you work with big artists and stuff, like, it's, it's an accomplishment. It's something that you, yeah. you should definitely, you know, applaud yourself for. Yeah. You know, when I was, even with Nav, like, when I got the opportunity to shoot with Nav, like, it was, you know, and I see my name on it, like, you know, it's it's it's, it's cool, man. Like, it's dope. Yeah. Dave East, there's so many different artists like that. Perfect. You set me up perfectly for what I was going to say next. I was going to talk oh, about yeah. sort of, like, your... Uh, uh, like you, we have covered the Punjabi side, but you also have your hand in like you've got to uh, like do photography media for Nav, ASAP, Davies, you know, Tory Lanes. You got to do these big names. How was that? How is that? Where did that opportunity even come from? These opportunities. See, like the thing so, is, I, I like to keep both sides. Like I don't want to just take out you know the English side of things or like you know the mainstream side of things and just focus on Punjabi stuff. And I also don't want to do vice versa. I just want to keep it going. So um with the hip-hop thing man it was it was cool bro like nav's nav's situation was was different Tory Lane's situ- everyone's situation was different but with Tory Lane, i mean with nav sorry um i have a friend um herman is nav's photographer and i met him at a video shoot in like 2017 2016 2017 so i met him there 
And we built a relationship ever since. And I got a call randomly. I'm, I was out that night, I remember. And I got a call and he's just like, pack your bags. We're going to LA. And I'm like, for what? He said, we're going to go shoot NAV and uh, we're going to do it for Complex. I'm like, damn, Complex is huge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody knows Complex. And yeah. Complex has like a, um, it's, a, it's called Complex Con and they have it every year in the summertime. And it's like this huge thing for hype beasts and whatnot. And so yeah. my job was to document NAV um in his entire you know uh trip and you know performance for complex con and um man it was it was cool bro like that experience is different because you know you're working with such a high caliber artist and and there's so many you know big people around you that you know you you have to kind of like treat it differently too right so mm-hmm. i mean it was cool man. they loved the project and then after that you know i, I met nav a couple times after that you know um we did a, i did like a recap video for him toronto too so yeah. that was cool. How was that? That yeah, was cool too. ASAP was like, you know, I just did, did some like photography stuff for them. Yeah. Tory Lane, Dave East in the studio. Yeah, man. Like, it's that's awesome. Super dope. Yeah, and then uh, going uh, so like for now, like, what would you say is your favorite piece of work that you've done? Or like, actually, before we do that, what's your favorite piece of work like others have done? It, it could be anything, any type of art. Um, is there like any certain art or like piece of art that you really like or i think i i appreciate all forms of art to be honest with you like even like the tattoos on my body just you know the tattoo artist like i appreciate that Mm -hmm. i think you know what you're doing is art i appreciate that you know i think cooking is art i appreciate that like when my mom cooks like you know yeah i appreciate art in so many different ways but i mean if if i were to say my favorite like project from somebody else in the music video thing, I, I love what Kid Studio is doing. I think, mm-hmm. you know, they're from Toronto and they, you know, they, they started off uh, by shooting. I did, they did uh, the weekend's video, Reminder. Oh, okay. like, they, they did that video, um, Big Sean, ASAP. Like, you know, they, they did a lot of dope videos. So, you know, them being from the city, I think that's a huge inspiration for sure. And then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Kanye, bro, like, yeah that's my that's my guy you know i know it's audio i know it's like like albums and stuff but like it's it's deeper than that man like his his Mm. concerts you know they all have like a certain you know pre-production phase and then it gets Mm. into you know what it actually becomes yeah um and all his albums are so different so him just getting into a certain zone and then treating that entirely differently from the the previous project or the next project i think you know that's really dope to see and speaking about like your appreciation for art, I noticed that too. I, I saw an Instagram post of yours and it was a music video. I think Rihanna, I think it was a Rihanna music video. I don't know. I don't remember the exact yeah, yeah, yeah. video. It was um, Kendrick Lamar and uh, Rihanna loyalty. Yeah. And like, I think the post was like, like I, th- I just thought it was interesting because you posted it on your page and you're like, I really appreciate it. Like, I think it was really dope to see like, you're just a fan of the art. Like, you're just like, this is such dope cut. This is this. Like, I just think that's, I mean, it's not, I, I know a lot of people do it, but I think it was really awesome of you to just put, throw it up and be like, yo, this is, I appreciate this. Yeah, man. I, mean, I don't really hard really to post, find that. I don't really post things like that. Uh, I, I don't know why. I just don't. But I think yeah. at that time, I just, I just had to do it. Um, yeah. I'm a big, like, fan of, like, Batman and, like, that kind of, you know, avenue of, like, cinema, like, comics and stuff like that. So yeah. when I saw Suicide Squad, I'm like, I've seen, and I, when I was watching Loyalty video, I'm like, like, I swear to God, like, I've seen this before. Yeah. So I went back to the movie. I took screenshots oh. and then I put them side by side just for my sake. Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not even a remake of the actual movie. It's just 
they got in, they got inspired up off of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm watching it. I'm getting inspired off of it. Yeah. So so uh, speaking of art, so what's your favorite piece of art that you've done? Dang, that's a hard one, man. <laughs> that's a hard one. Um. I think the nav thing was was really really cool and a, and a and a great opportunity. I think that's one of my favorite. It's like the whole complex documentary. That and I'd say like I know the tour was crazy too. I think the tour like recaps are all like you know I think that was super dope too. But I think the New York one specifically, um, you know we we got a chance to um, sell out PlayStation Theater um in new york city times square like in the heart of new york and we brought out davies davies opened up for us yeah. and as you know as you know the group that we are and and you know where we came from and you know we obviously when we're at that type of stage you, you kind of reflect on the past you know who was there for you who wasn't there for you or what we accomplished what we didn't accomplish and that was crazy bro that was like thousand people like more than a thousand people there i think there's like two thousand yeah. people i'm saying it was a sold out arena but like when you're looking at it from my perspective, like obviously the artist comes out and they, you know, they're jumping right into it. But for me, like I'm, yeah. I'm standing in front behind the camera and I'm shooting it. I'm smoking yeah. it all in, right? And there's so many people there. You're just like, damn, this is crazy. Like, and like Meek Mill, Gunna, all these like big artists. They they're the ones that perform there. And for yeah. us to kind of share that same stage with all these big artists, that everybody you know listens to is it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's. That is, that's actually, it is crazy. So uh, speaking of your favorite work, so I'm going to talk about like my sort of favorite work of yours and sort of like ask like what the inspiration behind it was. So like, I think my favorite was the PBX one promo. I just thought it was like the voiceovers and like the walking, everything was so bad. So can you sort of explain the thought process behind that? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, PBX one was uh Sidhu's debut album. Um, you know, Bird had I think three or four songs on that album. I think it was yeah, three or four songs on that album. So I mean, we recorded a lot of it. You know, a lot of things didn't make the cut or whatnot. Um, but yeah, man, like we just thought about it, like in the studio, like me and Malton were talking, and we was like, yo, let's do an album, like trailer for it. And we literally like that same night, I think at like midnight, we just went downtown, and you know, the voiceover pro- like was after, but we shot the whole thing, and we kind of like. You know, we had the elevator come down and said PBX1. Um, yeah. But the voiceover happened after, like, like you know, I made the cut um, yeah. to the music. And then we lo- we we watched it. And Malta came out with the right words for it, man. Yeah. Nah, that was awesome. And that, and then I would also say, like, the the highlights that you did. It wasn't just, like, a normal highlight. I felt like the cuts and like, everything was just so different. Like, I just wanted to keep watching. Like, I watched every single one. And it's like. I mean, yeah. it's a concert highlight. So I thought like every single one was going to be the same. Like it's just, oh, person singing. Like, but it was so different. How are you able to sort of achieve that? Like, I think, I think that's the goal though, right? That's the goal yeah. to make every, every single time, like to make it, everything so different, right? Uh-huh. And I think that's what's the beauty of my work is, is, is yeah. I don't follow um, a certain process. Yeah. I kind of implement my own creative process and, and, and I fuse it, right? Like I know yeah. this is a Punjabi, you know, concert. But I've never seen a Punjabi concert like edited like that or like shown yeah. like that, right? Or even like the art covers, right? Like I never had, you know, we never seen that before. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, you usually see that in the hip hop side of things. Yeah. So you know, these artists are already, you know, hip hop influenced anyways in their music. So yeah. why not show that visually? So 
you know, I've watched a lot of like, you know, concert recaps, you know, from different hip hop artists and stuff. I've done it before for like Tory Lanez. And I just wanted to, you know, put them to like fuse it together. And I think the, the hard part was trying to make every single one differently, but I just went with what I was feeling and, you know, how the show went and, and whatnot. So I think that's how that one was executed, bro. Yeah. And how how is it sort of being in that that creative environment? I would say with, with a bunch of artists. I mean, you you said you've been been with it with Nav. You've been. I mean, you're part of Brown Buzz. That's a whole creative group right there. So how is it sort of being able to sit in these settings sometimes, even if you're not involved, and just hearing like what's going on within these like individuals' heads and sort of the art or like what they're discussing in the art. It's 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 real, bro. Um, sometimes you know you don't look at it like that, but you know sometimes you just soak in what what they're saying yeah. you know like there's conversations sometimes like you know that Sidhu's had even just with me or even with Malton or Bird or, uh-huh. you know or even Big Boy Big Boy Deep like he there's so many things that he has to say everybody yeah. comes from a different you know you know avenue of life and, and different walks of life and everyone's gone through different experiences so mm-hmm. it's cool man to hear it like sometimes it's it's obviously in their music right it's what influences certain songs so to hear the story behind it or the concept behind it yeah it drives you bro like yeah you. Yeah, I also think it's really interesting to like. I think you were the first film or like videographer within the Vendetta community that I saw actually like be recognized for his work. And same with like Big Bird. I think like like they started like he always had the Big Bird like you know always coming yeah, yeah. in. And it was like I think for me like what I like I'm a big fan of Vendetta music. I always always only got to see like it was just the singer always got the spotlight. That's it. No no mention about the producer. No mention about the person that made the video. I think it's really yeah. cool because you guys sort of started that movement of where every, even the producer is always every, like, usually it was just the lyricist and the artist, but now it's like the person that did the music video, the person that did the music, everything, and I just think that's really dope. I think it's, I think it's very important that people, yeah. you know, recognize and people understand that, you know, this isn't just one person's doing, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, it falls back even to, like, for me, my experience with, with, with film production, right? Like, you know, everyone has, like, a certain job to do, and mm-hmm. everyone puts that together and makes the product. It's the same way, man. It's the exact same way, you know? And, and it's good to see, man. Everyone deserves the recognition, right? Yep. yep. But you got to, again, you got to just be humble about it. You can't, you know, you can't always look, you can't look for validation. Yeah. That's, that's, exactly. the, biggest, that's the biggest and, thing. Yeah. And, uh just about wrapping it up as we're like getting almost to an hour. So I was going to ask you two last questions. So the first one is what projects can we see coming from you soon? Like can we see a movie or a film or, or are we going to see any more music videos drop in? Um, no, you'll definitely see music videos hundred um, percent. That's not going to stop. There's a lot of the, a lot of the like production process has stopped with a lot of different like projects that I'm, I was supposed to be, you know, shooting now is because of like, you know, what's going on. But yeah, you'll definitely see a lot of music videos, but um, definitely the short film that I was mentioning. Yep. Um, and then other than that, man, I have this uh, idea that like you're, you're probably the first person or anybody's watching is probably like only people that are going to like know about this. But I have so much footage that's archived. I have so much work that's archived, you know, drafts and different versions of certain things, um, freestyles, interviews, whatever, anything, even like graphic design stuff um so i'm gonna i'm gonna start a new series on instagram um i'm finalizing the name right now and the logo so i should be releasing that within the week and it's pretty much just a platform and a series i mean you know just to promote a series of work that 
not necessarily is in its final stages, you know, like yeah. I think, you know, it's just sitting there on, on hard drives. And I think a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't really put that stuff out there because it's not finalized. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the beauty of it to see, you know, how your work process involves, yeah. you know, and there's so much stuff that I'm sitting on, like from the tour, from like nav stuff, yeah. um, even just like just short experimental like videos that I like to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I travel somewhere, I just like take the camera and I'll just start shooting and I just don't really put it out there, but I think now I'm just like, I'm going to use that platform just to you know, push things that's out. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, like, I mean, speaking of, I mean, I didn't even ask you, but like during this whole coronavirus thing going on, how has it been for you? Like, has it been like a place where like you sort of got to like settle down and like think about your art that you've done and like come up with new ideas, or has it been more of just like a who finally a break from work? Um, I think at first it it, it kind of hits you. You're like. Oh, what are you supposed to do it sucks like you know we had so many projects like big boy deep came down here and we had so many videos we were supposed to do we were supposed to do like four or five videos and uh, everything was already you know pretty much in process yeah. and they shut the they, they said they're gonna shut the borders down and then you know he had to leave so we couldn't yeah. even finish anything so i mean we finished one video out of the five that we we're supposed to do and then i think that's when it hit me right like we got to find different ways of like executing projects and like we we released this uh song called almond colored uh-huh. and so we couldn't use a video for it so um you know we had people you know take selfie videos of themselves oh so that's why it, was it it's because of coronavirus that you guys did yeah, that yeah, yeah. we were gonna have official what? video for it, but we did that because we have no access oh. to shooting it so we're, uh, oh like, that is okay i thought yeah. i thought that was the whole plan i thought the whole plan was to have people self-record no 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 so like they were gonna release the audio oh. by itself because they're like man we can't shoot a video let's just shoot the yeah. i mean just just release it as audio and, and put like a cover art to it but you know i'm just like i thought of this idea and i, I pitched it to malton and malton thought it was a dope idea and and we that's how we did it so that's the team awesome. gathered a bunch of you know people and we sh- you know we got we sent them the audio and then they sent the part and then we put it together and then that's it man wow but definitely i think i'm focused on myself a lot now because of the quarantine like i'm focusing on my personal projects and you know even you know revisiting like certain certain things like the film mm-hmm. i think it's been a blessing yeah. to kind of like just focus on yourself and and, and have like a plan now you know mm-hmm. of my personal stuff because then when work hits work's gonna hit right yep 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 yeah that's good man and then uh last thing so any advice to any upcoming creators or like even to yourself the younger jyoti like what would you say when like you're sort of learning all this or like what you've been like experiences and everything i mean you know i learned a lot a lot lot i met so many different people i've had a blessing with so many people like teaching me and i think the biggest like lesson i've learned is like just don't compromise your creativity for anybody, you know? Um, I think we, we obviously get distracted by watching other people and, and other videos and stuff. And, you know, sometimes people are afraid to show, you know, their art. What, you know, you might think it's a stupid idea. You're like, nah. Or, man, we can't, we can't accomplish this. It's, it's, it's out of budget. And I think I've learned throughout the years that, you know, you is it, you're better off just doing it it might not be like you know it might not turn out what's in your head but as long as you you still did it at the end of the day you know because then you're just going to beat yourself up and say oh man i should have done this i should have done that yeah um so 
that's kind of like the biggest lesson I've learned in terms yeah. of advice for other people. I th- I say, you know, don't have an ego. Like if you do, you know, kill that ego. I think ego, you know, can ruin a lot of opportunities and, and, you know, it could really ruin your projects and stuff, you know, because I think, I think a lot of people look, look for, you know, to be that front person or to be that guy. And I think you don't need to worry about that. You don't really need to worry about being that, like, you know, the main guy or the most famous person or the person with the most likes on Instagram on their video, you know, likes don't matter, you know, none of that, none of that shit matters. So kill ego. And if you have an idea, write it down. No idea is a stupid idea. I think that's like the biggest, biggest thing. I mean, that's it. That's the only advice I can give, man. Like the ideas stuff is like, don't compromise it because your idea could be like the next big thing. Yeah. You know? That's it. I mean, that, that's all the questions I have for you. I mean, if there's anything else you would like to add on, is there anything, bro? Nah, man, nothing really, bro. I appreciate you, you know, for having me here and, you know, maybe we do it again. Maybe yeah, of course. Oh, you come to Toronto or I come to California. Yeah, definitely. That's that. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to do this in person, by the way. We were talking about it for a while. Just things didn't I know, work out. I, know, but I, then... I wanted to come out there, like when when I was there for the tour. But yeah. California is so big, man. Like, you, so yeah, cool. it's like every city is so far away from each other. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But uh, that's about it from us, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I really hope you guys got some insight to Jyoti, his work, and uh, hopefully. Uh, Look into his upcoming uh, uh, project that he's working on. I'm excited to see that. Uh, That's about it from us. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you guys later.